There's three sides to every story. There's my side, your side, and the truth. Come on, girls. Let's go shopping. That's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. What are you looking at? I'm looking at what you're doing You're mad, you bastard. Far am you. Far am you. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash, right? Cash, no. Robo? No cash. Where to Christ, Liz, you get a bag of all sorts in here, mate. Welcome to Walk Walk. Hello and welcome to The Last New Wave, the podcast that looks at the wide and varied landscape that is Australian cinema. I wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land that this podcast is being recorded on, the Wajak people of Perth region. We recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and community and pay our respects to them and their cultures to and to both elders past and present. On this episode, I'm joined by, well, as you'll hear in a moment, uh, pretty much everybody from Watch the Sunset which is a film that's screening at Revelation Film Festival. Um, it's had one screening already, and there's two more to go, which will be, I'm currently recording this on the 12th of July. The next screening will be on the 13th of July down at Luna SX, and there will also be another screening on the weekend. I'll make sure to put all the links in the show notes. This is a pretty unique film in Australia in the fact that it's a one-shot film, and we just don't have those here in Australia. It's It's fascinating it's interesting now i recorded this particular interview before seeing the film i'll be seeing it tomorrow night at luna sx and hopefully i'll be able to wrangle uh, a couple of the the team uh, from watch the sunset aside to uh discuss the film uh after the that particular screening there is a q a that's occurring after it as well um so make sure if you do listen to this uh beforehand uh, to head along and go and see it. Um, this was recorded on the streets of Leederville, uh, literally uh, just down the road from Luna Leederville, so certainly there is a, a little bit of ambient noise in the background, but um, I think it just adds a little bit of personality to the uh, the particular episode and, and makes you feel like you're there. So draw yourself a nice hot coffee, uh, flat white was my choice, and uh, sit down, have a listen to this particular interview and get excited for Watch the Sunset. So I'm joined by pretty much everybody from Watch the Sunset Fire Team, it looks like. 
if you want to go around and kind of introduce yourselves and what your role is in the film in some regards would be fantastic. Yeah, sure. Because uh, this is a non-visual medium. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they can't yeah. remember watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Tristan Barr. I'm the writer, director, and I play Danny in the film. I'm Aaron Walton. I play Shane in the film, the bad guy, but I like to think he's a good guy. So. And I'm Damien Lip, and I'm the cinematographer producer. Alright, so Oh, I'm Stephanie Mara and I was the graphic designer. Fantastic. She still is. And I am the yeah, graphic yeah, designer. Yeah. She will <laughs> remain the graphic be, yeah. designer until, yeah. until forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a bit difficult because I haven't seen the film yet. I'm very excited about seeing because I'll be seeing it tomorrow night. And, you know, it's, it's kind of a unique film in the sense that it's a one-shot film. We don't have very many of them. Well, I don't think we have any of them in Australia. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But... In that regards, was this a film that you came up with the idea of the crime aspect first and then went, let's make it a one-shot film? Or did you go, we want to do a one-shot film and then do the crime aspect next? So basically we came up with, yeah, the, the story to begin with. Um, and we knew it was going to be shot in longer takes um, just because that kind of lent itself to uh, the style and immersing you know, uh, the audience within you know, that, that kind of genre. Um, and then at some point we kind of decided to do it all in one take. I think Damo Pine, you know, pretty much just said, yeah, let's, you know, give it a crack. Uh, can you guys remember exactly? Yeah, so, well, Tris and I went, went to Kerrang. Tris had the idea of a scene and the, cause we live, I live in such a small town, Kerrang, everything's like yeah. compacted close together. So we just said, Tristan wanted to do a long scene wanted to make a film with long takes like and have like maybe six or seven cuts just to, in, like to change the scenes up but um yeah and like Tris just said well, let's just go and do it in one shot and and we went away oh, I think it was like five weeks rehearsal and we just said yeah bugger we'll just have a go at this and make cinema history in Australia <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well that's it like for you in particular it's got to be difficult like because you know, even just look, looking at the trailer, there's... I have no idea how this film is going to play out in the sense that, you know, you go from inside car shots, there's a car crash by the looks of it, uh, you're outside, there's aerial shots, um, there's a whole bunch of different things that are going on. How do you how do you even do that? How do you even plot that out? How many rehearsals do you, did you do to, to get that? Well, what we said so very early in pre, we, Tristan and I went up, and then we would get a map and we just sort of work out like the most economical way to get around the town without sort of showing the same scenery every time instead of following the same road, so... Um, and we knew we, we had a few key um, areas, like we needed a church and a, a school, school uh, a gun yard, um, what else yeah, was it? Yeah, and the end house. kind of scene, which was based at a, a biker gang house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and like we yeah, like I said, we'd, we'd get a map and just jot out where we would, where the film would travel. And I think we worked out about nine locations that wait or nine locations that we 
ended up going to. So yeah, it's. I can imagine it's it's got to be really difficult to try and plot all of that out as well, and then decide. All right, this is it. So you did like did you do a couple of different run throughs? Did you shoot on film or digital? Or yeah, it's digital. All digital. Yeah, yeah. With, uh, oh god, I I couldn't imagine what it would be like shooting on film. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and I mean the yeah even digitally we came into some problems early on like um, you know just with the cameras and rigs we couldn't get them in and out of the car um, so that was a whole challenge in itself and sometimes I mean so, Damien and the AC Jesse had to kind of maneuver the camera in such a way in such tight positions where they're handing it from one another and uh, you know, they, they just can't afford to hit the door frame or whatever, and just you know, lose or passing the through the seats or like yeah. there were like in the the Aaron. Aaron doesn't even know this. Aaron Here is one. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron is one of the the lead actors in the film, and he he comes in maybe halfway through the film, and then you see him in the end of the film. But like the the first couple of days, we had a lot of technical problems. Yeah getting into the car like and we would bump the camera with our leg and the camera would just throw out and, and we just said all right that's buggered that scene's buggered so let's just move on just don't tell anybody and like at the end of the day we'll just say great job we'll keep on moving on until like until I think the third day we got like our first solid take and it was like all right that's a good take let's get another one for safety and then the fourth day was the day that it was like schmick. And then on the fifth day, we just said, all right, everybody just let loose because we've got a good take in the bag. And, and, yeah. Pete and Aaron, in particular, let loose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as the lead bag guy. Like, I remember I remember it because I had bruises in my, like, he's got a, a, a metal gun. Right. And, yeah. like, I actually had, like, bruises and I was like, shit. Yeah, shit got hectic. Yeah. <laughs> so, being an independent film, did that kind of give you the freedom to be like, all right, we stuffed this up, we can get another day? Or was it a little bit tighter in the sense that we've only got X amount of people for these days? Well, that we, we did only have, we gave ourselves five days to shoot the film. So, everybody, like, everybody's availability. Like and a that, couple of rehearsal days. A couple, yeah. couple of rehearsal days and rehearsals in the mornings. But it, like, five weeks of rehearsal beforehand like we would have Aaron for one day and then we'd have like like another actor another day then we'd go up and do the do young Annabelle she would do her the rehearsals and everything um, but yes fitting into a five day period is what we had to yeah. really do I mean I I you know said to the cast and crew that if we don't get it then we're probably going to have to come back the next week and no one wanted to do that, <laughs> so, so yeah, I think they they all wanted to kind of get it. Yeah, and in that the didn't bag. put any pressure on me either. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, the the other aspect as well is because you know with with films that are one shot films, often people go, it's a one shot film. You know, that's kind of the the reason to see it. But forgetting the fact that there's a huge story behind you know all these kinds of films, like Victoria, for example, is a great little crime story yeah. and stuff like that. So, in that regards, you know, your film's about crime and about drugs in particular. And I guess in Australian films, we don't really get that many Australian films that are about drugs. Mm. Like, we get a lot of films that are about crime, but not so much about the drug aspect. Was that a conscious decision or, like, to show an aspect of small-town Australia? 
yeah, I, yeah, that was the conscious decision to smoke to show a small town, to really. I'm not saying that every single yeah. small yeah. town is fueled by drugs. No, smoke no, no, yeah. 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 no, yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah. But I think when when we were writing it, and and um, you know that was an issue that came up and it was just like we, we can't avoid this you know um, I mean it wouldn't be yeah we'd, we'd kind of uh, yeah we'd be skirting around the truth if we were going to um, avoid the issue yeah. so um, it kind of had to be in there um, and it's, it's not in there a great deal but yeah it's the basis to you know the motivation behind some of these characters mm-hmm. so for you you act you write do everything basically <laughs> except for shoot the thing how is that like <laughs> how do you how do you correct yourself and say all right i don't feel comfortable in what i just did then or stuff like that or yeah i it was tough um to have kind of you know your head in all spaces but i think where it really helped was i had actors and you know damien um you know supporting me and and working off them and, and they kind of knew that I was in that position and, and my head was all over the place and I think even during rehearsal I, w- I would apologise if I you know wasn't completely there um, with it um, and uh, yeah so having that support and, and it was kind of like a team you know it didn't have that hierarchy I, I didn't feel like it did it was like, everybody you know, was on yeah. the same yeah. level no yeah. one yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it, yeah it was like a clock everybody was cogging together and just it just worked and yeah. Tristan was very hard on himself he watched it last night he just said that he couldn't watch watch himself in the film but he did a brilliant job and it's just yeah I think it's taking yourself away from seeing yourself on screen He's probably very and he difficult had, to do. He really had that humility as a director. Like, I remember as we were shooting it, um, you, we, we would have chats about about that scene because, like, the, 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 the climax, the scene, the dramatic build of that was so important and the timing, and we were struggling to get that a bit. And um, Which was, was my fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. He's he like, was on he was it. Like, and I was asking me to direct him. He's like, what do I do? What do, I do? <laughs> Yeah, no, so, yeah, I really appreciate that. Like, he was just, yeah, like, let's just have a chat about it. It's not like, I've got all the answers and, like, listen to me. It was like, yeah, and I think it's a little bit of Yeah, let people bring their own own sort of character to the story as well. Yeah. Well, it is a very collaborative process. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, even though, like, for, for people, they often go, oh, the director's the mind behind everything, but they forget that, you know, everybody does, and especially for a film like this where you play such a central role in, in capturing everything mm-hmm. you know it's such a, a vital thing that everybody works together and gets on together yeah and there was, that was um, when, I, when I came on the, the, the climax scene was a bit shorter as well and that was a real exciting part of the process for me was uh, building that scene and help kind of make it a, a new thing so yeah mm-hmm. definitely really collaborative work. yeah and Aaron yeah brought a you know great suggestions to the scene and and I think that's where a lot of actors did as well but um, you know coming at it from your the point of view of the character and and offering something to the writing which which isn't there is yeah is is brilliant Um, particularly when you're you know um, you know immersed in this thing and and you you don't have the luxury of cutting other stuff together you actually really need you know the whole kind of 
uh, scope of each character fleshed out in in that one scene or in that one moment. Yeah. So you've all, I take it you've all sort of done short films before as well. Yeah. What was the leap from short films to feature films and such a you know technically big leap feature film as well? What was that like for, for all of you? Yeah. I, I think we it was just time for us to just I mean Damien and I yeah we, we we'd done films before like Tristan, yeah. Tristan and I met on a film that I produced and um, I acted in with Tristan and Steph as well yeah. um, Beckoning the Butcher so that was a feature film that was the first film that I did I hadn't shot any short films I just said let's just shoot a feature film and and we ended up working together in like a... The I can't believe you shot a, a feature film to yeah. begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in cinemas right in South in America, yeah. so, yeah. so check it out. Yeah. 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 But, it, that was, but that's huge. Like, it, it just it throws you in the deep end and you yeah. have to learn, you know. Um, yeah, which is... And just then, just yeah. get in there and have a go, really. Yeah. And, but and like, then you then we work backwards, kind of. It was like, okay, we've, we've done a a feature we we need to hone our skills and so we we did, shot a lot of smaller content yeah. stuff to kind of you know get that together and finesse uh, a lot of things and yeah. then yeah dive into a bigger project like watch the sunset although it wasn't a huge project yeah it was, was done like, on kind of no money no you money know? well that's what a lot of australian films are, are like you know they're done on absolutely zero budget and in that regard it's like a lot of australian films really need to stretch past what you know, just being a really good film in the sense that they've got to have, like, to be noticed internationally, they've got to have some kind of, you know, thing that will get them. Was that kind of like, did that ever enter your mind in the sense of, oh, if we do a one-track one film, one-shot film, then international people might pay a bit more attention to it as well? Or is it just purely, this is the best way of telling the story? Um, I think it... It was more the experience um, of orchestrating the one-shot film, not so much the distribution aspects. No. We didn't really have, you know, any goals or, or plans, um, yeah. you know, to, to have, you know, um, you know, take over the world with, you know, this film. It was kind of um, just to do with, you know, the experience that that would bring and and the challenges yeah. and yeah, definitely not a post plan, but it's like. But that has offered opened many doors. It yeah. has. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing, and and I think what Tristan and I are wanting to do with our future with filmmaking is really change Australian cinema. It's like not just your, your point and shoot, cut, edit, all this sort of stuff. We're wanting to like really bring a new dynamic to to cinema. Like, yeah, and we've got the, some plans for. I mean, Aaron's uh, in our next film as well that we're, we're hoping to shoot. Um, you know, early 2018. Um, and we've got some exciting ideas, you know, and, and that's where it starts with the idea. So we'll see if we can pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, the, like we challenge ourselves to do a one take film. Yeah. I think that was a good challenge to begin with. But I think to set new challenges and like new highs and just better camera gear and better systems. And I think yeah, we can better really rigs. pull, pull yeah. something off. Yeah. 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 So in that regard, like. Australian films, I, I mean, this is being recorded for, I do a podcast that's focused specifically on Australian cinema, because it's great, you know, I love, love Australian cinema. So, in that regard, you want to change Australian cinema in some ways. What, what do you think is, well, not, not changes such, but what's, what do you think needs to progress with Australian cinema to get people excited about it? Because 
I'm excited about it, but I'm just one bearded guy <laughs> in Perth. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's, I don't think it ne- Australian cinema needs to be changed at all. I mean, we we create amazing yeah. cinema, like do, that, yeah. you know, and, and, and yeah, we're, we're not saying anything bad about <laughs> yeah. it, you know, to the listeners out there. Yeah, yeah, that, just, no, yeah, we, we you know, that, I mean, a lot of inspiration from, of the film is just drawn through, you know, uh, Boxing Day, um, you know, it's a great film. Um, but I, I mean, I think, yeah, you've got to keep the innovation rolling, and I don't know how much the funding bodies kind of look at that and and um, appreciate that. So, I mean, you know, and the technology is kind of moving so fast with filmmaking. So, uh, yeah, we kind of want to bring in more of those aspects to yeah. it. I, I think that's kind of yeah, and and to attract attract the viewers as well, like. People nowadays have a like what are the attention span of seven seconds, and it's just like if you can come up with something that's like epic and yeah. like really cool <laughs> in the first opening sequence, and yeah, you could you could hook a couple of character, uh, a couple a couple of audience members. In. Yeah, and this is only about what 80, 90 minutes long thereabouts. Is that right? Eighty three. Eighty three minutes. Yeah. Which you know, for me, I, I love long films, but I also love a film that gets in, tells its story, and it's like keep it simple. Fuck it, we're done. done. Yeah, <laughs> in and out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're screening at Revelation Film Festival. We're down the road from Lunar Leadville. How's it been? What's the audience reaction been like for the first couple of screenings? Yeah, awesome. Real, like, yeah, very humbling to, you know, get those kind of reactions. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's it's a hard... I, I still don't believe the audience members when they tell, <laughs> tell me I've done a good job, you know. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah, no, I... Been, been really positive. That's good. Yeah. I think you should believe it, Chris. I think you've done a great job. See, there you go. Yeah. And I'll be able to tell you tomorrow night when I see it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and if we don't hear from you, we know that we didn't do a good job. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll... So we're looking forward to that. Yeah. That's it. The tables are turned. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned Boxing Day, and Chris Sanders has got a film that's shown here. Um, which I haven't seen. Looking forward to seeing it. But are there there any other Australian films or international films in particular that have inspired you, like, in creating this film? And you as a... Yeah, so, the, um, there was a scene in, what was that series called? Breaking, uh, not Breaking Bad. True Detective. True Detective. Oh, yeah. True Detective, where the the crime scene goes through the house, a police officer with a SWAT team dishes, gets out the rats and sort of goes up over the top of the fence into a car and then the scene... That's where the scene. It's a ends. long seven minutes. Yeah, take or something it's a great like scene. Yeah. and it's just yeah. the intensity. It's like that's what that's what sort of Tristan, Tristan and I looked at that when we went through the through the bikey club. You were seeing the film. Yeah, it's like that's the sort of thing that we wanted to bring to the table. Just have the have the story flow mm. really well. Oh, also, uh, Elephant. Um, that was yeah. a big yeah. inspiration. Uh, Animal Kingdom, of course. Like a lot, lots of Australian crime, you know, drama. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, did, did you take any inspiration acting-wise? Um, not particularly. No, you know, always inspired by other actors, of course. But um, specifically for the character, no, no. Okay. Cool. So, with the Australian crime films, in, in some regard, is there like there's so many different facets, and often like it's a dark comedy kind of thing. Did that ever like your film looks? looks quite serious. I don't know if there's any dark comedy in it or not, I'll be surprised, but um, 
was that kind of something that you're like, oh, I've got to put something in for a laugh or anything like that? Uh, not really in this process. It, 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 there's, yeah, there's no... I mean, I, I come from a bit of a comedy background as well, so... I, I, um, and, and my first uh, film, uh, you know, I, I tried to kind of mix, you know, genres a bit. And, um, yeah, with this, the writing of this, I, I didn't feel it needed to go anywhere like that. And I, I kind of wanted to just keep it, you know, within... And, I mean, the characters sometimes... You know, say something that may be received yeah, a little bit funny, but um, it's uh, it's more a character trait than you know a, a yeah. gag. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's fair. So I don't have many more questions. I'm sure I have a lot more when I see the film tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll badge you afterwards, Dan and Lee in Fremantle, and say, "Hey, what about this?" Yeah. Um, so there's a question which I ask everybody, which comes on on the show. Um, is there an Australian film that you recommend, besides obviously your film, uh, that you recommend people seek out and, and watch? Oh, good one. Um, okay. For the record, almost everybody says Wake and Fright. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is it? Kind of remade into a series. Yeah, Chris Sanders. Chris Sanders is actually um, doing a TV series of it. Yeah. So I don't know if they're basing it on the book or the the film or not, but yeah, he's doing it with a bunch of you know. I'm curious to see what what it will be like. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. He's a good director, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's 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 quite eclectic. Like you know, his history of films. Yeah, interesting. To go from something like Boxing Day and then do Red Dog and yeah, oh, yeah. and all that. And now he did Australia Day. Have you yeah. seen Australia Day? No, it's no. not come out here yet. It'll be oh. um, down in Bustleton later on this year. Oh, cool. So I'm gonna yeah. drive all the way down there to see it. <laughs> uh, um, Samson and Delilah, I'd say. I, I love yeah. that film. That really it's a great affected film. me. Yeah. Warwick Thornton. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm putting the pressure on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. I'll let you guys think about it for yeah. a second. There is another question in that regards because you know, because I got to travel all the way down to Bustleton to go and see you know, Australia Day and a couple of other Australian films for Cinefest Oz. I'm curious about what it's like for for you guys as Australian filmmakers to be like, all right, we've got this Australian film, and the only place that we can screen it is at independent film festivals what's that like and, and what's the plans going forward for Watch the Sunset yeah look I, I think that it's hard as an indie filmmaker to get your stuff seen it's really tough and um, you know like Rev is just amazing for something like that and, and um, you know the it, there needs to be kind of more things like that or, or something you know all the bigger festivals kind of you know helping yeah. you know up and comers out I, I mean I hope if if we're able to kind of go on and, and make some kind of career out of this that we will be able to you know or you know suggest or you know you know um, rally for, for that that, yeah. that kind yeah. of platform because um yeah, I don't know, and and it's oh, I suppose the industry as well is changing. So yeah. you know, I mean, distribution is changing just dramatically. So um, yeah, it's interesting times, and I, I don't know. We 
you know, we're, we're on to Brisbane International Film Festival after oh, yeah, this, yeah. which is really cool. And then uh, that lineup is, is yeah. spectacular as well. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen the lineup. Yeah. Did it just come out? Yeah, I think it's only just come out. Yeah, or okay. at least it, it might have been kind of talked about at least. Yeah, I've uh, spoken to a few people who are attending it, and I've been like, wow, okay, that's really good. Yeah. So definitely, uh, for Brisbane listeners, head along and see your film there. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah, and so and then we've got a few other screenings, and and well, you know, uh, we've got you know some under wraps, uh, you know, screening of for course. the the world, the world <laughs> yeah. premiere um, or the international premiere. Um, so yeah, and, and then yeah, then comes um, whether we kind of go on a limited release in cinemas or just you know uh, VODs, you know. Yeah, well, Ozflix is. I don't know if you guys are aware of Ozflix, but it's a it's a good streaming service for Australian films, and it's done a pretty good job so far of showing really good Australian films. Mm. And, and their motto is they're trying to get all the Australian films ever made on there. It's a pretty big, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, hopefully then at least you know once once all the touring and stuff is done, it'll be you know you guys can release on there or, mm. or some kind of VOD service. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, so if you if you haven't thought of an Australian film, no stress. Um, happy to wrap it up. Oh, uh, look, I, I I mean I can't go past Candy. Yeah, I suppose that's yeah, that's a big film for yeah. me. Um, yeah, big inspiration. I mean, there's so many, isn't there? Even uh, in recent years, The Babadook. Yeah, oh, I was going to say yeah. The Babadook. It was probably one of my favourite horror films I've ever seen. It's a good yeah. film. because it creates yeah. it creates a mood and mm. and a period whilst remaining a mm. modern day mm. um, take on it. That, that, that's, to me, that's what my nightmares would be like. <laughs> do you, as, as like a, you know, designer and all that kind of stuff, do you, did you get a lot from that film too? In, the Babadook? Yeah, yeah, because it's quite, yeah. it's got a lot of... Um, visual elements. Yeah, visual yeah, stuff that, that was great. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, I, I, I feel like that really helps um, drive the mood of that, of, of the show through that, um, mm-hmm. through the art direction through um, the use of props everything was yeah yeah it's beautiful yeah horrifying yeah, yeah. but simple as well like yes. not overly yeah. complicated yeah. oh for sure yeah another Definitely. classic film is buddies 1985 <laughs> classic australian movie it's good it's good check it out chris yeah. mcquade at her best she's, <laughs> she's the best in it yeah, you've got the hots for Christmas, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's a woman. <laughs> That's hilarious. He's a country boy, if you can't tell. Can't you tell? So, um, yeah. Um, oh, I don't, oh, another one that was a huge inspiration to the film was Snowtown, obviously. Oh, yeah. So I haven't seen that yet. Oh, I haven't really? seen it yet. No, no, I really, I really should do. But every time I go to put on, I'm like, that's going to be fucked up. I, I don't know if I can watch it. Yeah. <laughs> But then I watch stuff like Hands of Love, which is great, and yeah. you know, it's equally disturbing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mate, you should check it out. The poster is disturbing. The Hounds of Love. Hounds of Love. It's so good, it's isn't disturbing. it? Disturbing. Yeah. And it's even more disturbing because you know I was talking to Aaron and um, Top Knot Detective guys about it, but they filmed that in the suburb next to me, so I'm like, you know, when when my wife and I were watching it, we're like. We know those streets. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it's all become weird. so real. Yeah, yeah. We we hope that people don't think any worse of us because <laughs> they're like, Kubala. Oh, jeez. Yeah, well, that's one of the things that like 
I, I thought we might have got away with it coming to Perth and screening Watch the Sunset mm-hmm. and then someone in the audience goes oh it was screening Kerrang was it? I was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you'd pick up on that but yeah, yeah. but yeah it's, it's interesting because we we don't know how it's going to really be received in Kerrang mm-hmm. I like, mean we don't want to had... single out a town yeah, we yeah. don't mean to like they, paint the town bad, yeah but, but they I mean they were so supportive during the process so um, I, I imagine um, that you know it's not going to be a problem at all. But yeah, it's um, it's interesting that you know. Well, I think you know certainly for Australian films and stuff like that, you know, Hotel Coolgardie as well, good film, and people of that region are like, oh, you know, we, we look a bit bad in that film. And it's yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I think you know, in some regards, it's it's kind of if you're showing what that particular aspect or what that town is like mm. it's you know you can't apologize for for displaying you know your perception of yeah. what it looks like mm. and at the same time the media probably does a worse job of painting a picture in any place in this world yeah that's true. they they said they do yeah <laughs> so in some regards like as a country guy was yeah. it like was it important for you to tell you know the, like, you know showcase your town in some regards or Oh, I was pretty proud. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. We had 85, like, um, 85 extras on the film that just donated the time. And, oh, awesome. Yeah. And, yeah like, Local choir. Yeah, yeah the choir school. just jumped on really board. Yeah. Motel got on board. Like, the principal from the school just said, yeah, use the school whenever you want. Like, all the parents there, they were just... Yeah, super, was amazing. They were so hospitable. Yeah. And, like, yeah. my mum and dad, like, we just went up there and just ate their food. Mum, mum, mum cooked us porridge every morning. So, yeah. but any that negativity best. that's portrayed through, you know, throughout the film in regards to, you know, drug addiction, yep. it's, I think it would be to encapsulate any country town. Yeah, it's not regardless, just it's not Kerrang. Yeah, you don't. Any I'm with area. The shot of saying this is Kerrang. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not any. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be perceived as offensive. It's in any country town, in any area, any country. These real issues happen. Yeah. And, I, and that's really important, and, and certainly as we, you know, as films deal with darker subjects like, you know, drug use and stuff like that, I think it makes it a little bit easier to access them overseas as well. Certainly for European audiences, um, no slight on the American audiences, but they, you know, European audiences seem to appreciate these sorts of films yeah. a little bit more. So, mm. you know, fingers crossed if you ever, if your film goes across there, that it gets well received there too. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I'll wrap up. Do you guys have anything else you add, want to add that I didn't ask that you really want to say about your film? When's when's this coming out? Oh, look, if I get my act together probably tonight. tonight. Okay, oh, yeah. so maybe, maybe just <laughs> yeah, say something about, really, like, yeah. it's where... Well, you say it. You're, you're <laughs> speaking right now, so... <laughs> don't make me edit this thing. Maybe. Why don't you uh, edit this? Um, yeah, so we've got, a, we've got a screening tonight at... Uh, Tomorrow six. night. Oh, <laughs> I'll say it has yeah. tomorrow night yeah at uh, Lunette, Thursday so night because we don't know when we don't, we yeah, don't know yeah, when yeah. The... start again yeah, yeah, yeah so, like... so Thursday night at 8.45 we've got a screening in Essex Street in Fremantle and there's also one again at Luna Leaderville on Sunday night and you do yes. Q&A's as well Q&A's yeah. in both of them yeah. Yeah. are you all going to be there yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah so, um... not, not on the Sunday night yeah. We're, Somebody's we're, dri- gotta go home. we're driving back to Queens, or we're driving to Queensland to shoot a film. Jesus, yeah. you're driving. Yeah. Yeah. Not from here. They're flying no. back to Melbourne, right. then okay. driving up to okay. Queensland. Sure. 
I've yeah. done the drive from Perth to Queensland before. Wow. It's long. That's very long. Wow. Very long. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Lots of camels as well, which is very strange. Yeah. But yeah. Camels? Long. Yeah. yeah, like in the um, Great Australian Bike. Yeah. It's That's very strange. Cool. You're driving along in the middle of the night and there's a camel and you're like, maybe I should stop and sleep. But yeah. <laughs> I need to stop with the camels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. Um, awesome. So to end on camels, um, yeah, thank you very much, guys. And no, yeah, no, no, I'll no. put this out. Make sure everybody goes and see it tomorrow night. It's great. Uh, go and see two Australian films as well, Top Knot Detective and Watch the Sunset. Yeah. Make a night of it. It's what I'm doing. Yeah, Top Knot. Awesome. Yeah, we awesome. just saw awesome it. Film. Unbelievable. It's going to be a cult hit, that, yeah, that so. film. Yeah. 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 And those guys are insane as yeah. well. Like, truly insane. We're staying yeah. with them. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're staying with Lauren. Yeah, we're sleeping at their house. <laughs> yeah, we, we met yesterday and we got drunk as shit. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, we're just... Yeah. Like, They're cool. Yeah, Bond. Yeah, put that in the Thanks for listening to this episode of The Last New Wave. I had a great discussion with the guys from Watch the Sunset, and I really wish that I'd, I'd kept recording as well because we talked for a good um, sort of half an hour onwards about Australian cinema and how great Australian cinema is. And, you know, yes, I, I beat the drum of Australian cinema quite a lot, but I do love Australian cinema, so hence why I, I rabbit on about it quite a bit. Um, so, you know, in that regards, um, please head along and see Watch the Sunset when it is screening at Revelation Film Festival. Um, so 13th of July, it is screening at 8.45 at Learn Essex. And the 16th of July at 8.45 as well, uh, it's screening at Lunar Leaderville. Uh, Q&A sessions after both screenings too. Um, and then it will be appearing at different festivals around Australia as well. If you like the interviews that we do on here, then head over to AB Film Review to listen to previous episodes of The Last New Wave and other episodes of the show that we also do, which is AB Film Review, where myself and my wife, Bernadette, talk about the most recent films that are out there in the world. Um, Because the Revelation Film Festival has been running, we will have an episode touching on some of the films that we've been seeing at that festival uh, soon. There's been some really great stuff and some really great Australian stuff as well, um, which is great to see. You know, Revelation is a great festival and one that supports Australian film really, really well. Look, I rabbit on too much. Um, head over to AB Film Review on both Facebook and on Twitter to follow us, and also head over to followingfilms.com where you can hear this podcast and other podcasts like uh, Following Films Podcast pop culture case study and recently as well war machine versus warhorse did an episode on hounds of love and also covered chopper and animal kingdom which is really good uh, so head over there and listen to that too that's about it from me keep watching australian cinema and i'll see you on the next episode of the last new wave